Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, I would like to continue the teaching regarding love and forgiveness. I taught on the Valentine Sunday, but I feel prompted by the Lord to continue this teaching. In my heart, I believe that this is one of the most important key teaching for every believer. Maybe because I am a physician and I have seen so many sick people every day. I've seen so many people who are tortured and afflicted by sicknesses and diseases. And the longer I see this, I have to admit to you, I hate sickness. I hate disease. It's the enemy of mankind. Some people lose their marriage because of they are sick. Some people lose their job and become poor because they are sick. Some people died because they are sick. So to me, I believe the sickness is a big enemy of humanity. And as a believer, we need to fight because we are still living in this sinful world. And sickness is everywhere around us. And we can be attacked as well. We're going to learn in this lesson how to stay healthy and live a long life together until the last day that God has given to us. Amen? Let me review a little bit about what I taught last time quickly. John chapter 13, 34 and 35, the Lord Jesus said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, and as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Jesus said that he gave us the new commandment that is to replace the old commandment, which is the Ten Commandments. It doesn't mean that the Ten Commandments are not important, but if you can walk in love, you will not do anything against the Ten Commandments. You will not lie to people. You will not cheat people. You will not steal from people. You will not commit fornication or adultery. You will not do any bad things because you love people. You don't want to hurt people. The Bible said that love does no harm to their neighbors. So when you love, you will not hurt anybody or you will not contribute to the downfall or to the damage of people's life. Whether they are good or not good, you are not getting involved in damaging people. And we learn that this love comes from God. In the Old Testament, God wrote the Ten Commandments by His finger, which is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the finger of God is the Holy Spirit. And today, God is writing the law of love, the new commandment, into our spirit, into our mind, by His Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says, And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom He has given us. That's the reason why our church loves the move of the Holy Spirit. The more Holy Spirit fills us, 
the more love we will have. Then we can walk in divine health. The Bible talks about being fruitful. John chapter 15 says, Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. The branches that do not produce fruit will be cut off. But the branch that will produce fruit will be pruned and produce more fruit. What are the fruits? The fruits that remain. Two things. Number one, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And what is the first fruit of the Holy Spirit? What is the first fruit? Love. So when you produce love, you produce fruit. And then the second fruit come on, that is many souls will be saved because you love people. People come in touch with you and they see that you are so loving. They want to come to church. They want to know Jesus more. And then many souls will be saved. You can bring the fruit of soul to the kingdom of God to heaven because you are walking in love. Hated Christian, bitter Christian, hard to save anybody because no one wants to be around bitter and resentful Christians. But loving Christian will bring soul in. I would like to read from John chapter 15 in verse 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Verse 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Bear fruit of love, bear fruit of soul. More people will come in. Fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever. Everyone say whatever. You ask in my name. I mentioned about blank check last time. If you walk in love, the new commandment is to love. Verse 17 continues to say, this is my command. It's interesting. From verses 1 to 16, he talks about love. He talks about the new commandment is to love your neighbors, love one another. Then he talks about fruit. He talks about if you pray, God is going to answer you. You want a parking spot. God is going to give you the parking spot. Amen. God is going to answer your prayer. Whatever you want, He's going to give to you if you obey His Great commandment, the new commandment. Verse 17 conclude, this is my command, love each other. Wow. Being fruitful, have the fruit of love, and then God will answer your prayer. I like another scripture that talk about whatever you ask, God can answer you. Mark chapter 11, 23 to 24 say, I tell you the truth. If anyone say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Everyone say, whatever he says. Blank check again. Therefore, I tell you, whatever. Everyone say, whatever. You ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. It will be yours. But the Bible did not stop at verse 24. Verse 25 says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, if you hold grudges against anybody, you hate somebody, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. You can see the connection between love, forgiveness, and the answering of the prayer from God. Whatever you ask, if you're sick, God going to heal you because you forgive somebody. I preached this message two Sundays ago. And two persons have experience of forgiving and healing. I'd like to ask two sisters going to come up to give testimony, real-life testimony. 
I would like to ask Sister Cindy first. Come up and give testimony. Thank you, Cindy. Thank Go ahead. You. Tell people. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, uh, my family has been in this church since 2013, and um, um, yeah, three weeks ago on February the 12th, uh, Pastor Law mentioned um, a testimony of a couple and their kid. Um, their kid was sick, and no matter um, doctors or pastors' uh, prayer, they um, Mm, the kid was not healed. So, um, but after uh, the couple uh, forgive someone um, from uh, the God's word, and uh, the kid was healed. So, um, yeah, my experience uh, starts from here. Uh, in the same week on Wednesday. Um, everything looks normal, and uh, we had the normal dinner. But uh, in midnight, at around 2 a.m., uh, my son, uh, Corey, he had bad uh, diarrhea. Um, yeah, uh, he had diarrhea uh, for several times. Uh, uh, Sometimes it uh, recovered, like, uh, several days. Uh, but the longest time uh, it took uh, for more than 10 days. And uh, um, even the pediatrician said, uh, yeah, uh, I, I couldn't uh, prescribe you any prescription to stop his uh, diarrhea, but you can try just uh, digest uh, um, over-the-counter medicine to help his digest. So... Um, <laughs> That night, uh, when he had a bad diarrhea again, I'm like, oh, so worried. So I pray with him, and uh, he slept right away. Uh, but after that, I continue to pray. Mm, I ask God. Um, yeah, I ask, uh, Lord, uh, no matter whether it is because of any um, diarrhea or, uh, I mean, uh, any uh, bacteria or uh, virus or anything from us, please um, let me know and uh, please heal him. So uh, right at that time, um, uh, the testimony from uh, Pastor Law uh, just jumped into my mind. And um, I asked uh, God, I say. Lord, do you want me to forgive someone? I will obey you. And um, three persons came into my mind. Um, those persons, I don't hate them. I even don't uh, meet them very often. So I asked God, Lord, um, if you, uh, I, I don't hate them or dislike them. I just sometimes uh, don't agree with uh, their words or some way they do things. So I say, Lord, please help me if, uh, please guide me to which level you want me to forgive them. And um, I will uh, forgive them and please help me to forgive. So um, after that, I sleep soundly. And um, in the morning around 10 a.m., 
I worried again. I felt like very restless, and I, I just、uh, wanted to call a sister to pray with me together. But、um, I've already opened the contest list.、Um, but right before, <coughs> excuse me, right before I press the calling key.、Um, A very tiny and but very、uh, firm voice talked to me. Say, "You've already prayed," and I paused and thought, "Is it is it a voice from Holy Spirit?" So,、um, yeah, I, because I I've never experienced before. So, I I thought, if it is the voice from Holy Spirit, Cory is healed. If it is not. It's okay. I will、uh, call the sister tomorrow and pray together with her. So、um, in the afternoon, yeah, surprisingly, I saw Corey and he is fully healed. He didn't have any diarrhea in the whole day, so it's amazing. And also, I'm so excited that I hear the voice from God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful experience. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Wow, the Bible works. Amen. When you forgive and love people, there is another testimony from Pastor Pechi. Happened the same Sunday, February twelfth, when she listened to the sermon, right at the spot. Good morning, church. My name is Peishi. It was on the same Sunday,、uh, preaching Pastor Lau's preaching. I was sitting on the side, <clears throat> translating. At the end, when Pastor Lau did altar call, I was still translating. But then I heard a, that、uh, six two months ago,、uh, I was lift, I had beat、uh, in the car seat, and then、um, I had my Costco grocery in the big bag. So I thought I need to balance the weight. So beat was about eighteen pounds. So I lift out the whole bag. It was a wrong mistake. It was a really big mistake because I strained my whole arm, and after that I can't even stretch my arm. If I put it straight,、uh, my muscle hurts. So for for about six weeks, I was praying and I was massaging. I do everything, but it was very frustrating because I can't even twist open a, a milk bottle because it hurts. So it's hard to take care of B with one functioning arm. So that Sunday when I was there. And、um, suddenly, I, ha- I heard God talk to me. <clears throat> He said, "Peshi, do you want your arm to be healed?" I said, "God, definitely. I've been praying. Who do you want me to forgive? Because Pasala was calling for us to repent and to forgive." So God brought two person into my mind, and I was surprised because I don't hate these two person, just like Cindy shared, and I don't hold any grudges over them. It's just something that they said a long time ago that. You know, it made me sad. I feel like I was devalued and I was not loved. Loved. So I said, God, I want to forgive it, forgive them, and let the incidents go. So that when I think about it any again, I never, I would never be sad again. So I did that prayer, and God said, lift out your arm. So I was able to lift out, pull my arm straight without any pain, and I can even twist and turn my muscles with no pain at all. I was so excited because. I I was repenting and asking God, who should I forgive? But there was that two person that I didn't even think about. So that、uh, the, on the way back home,、uh, Holy Spirit prompts me to share the testimony to my kids, and I shared it with them. And then God said, "Ask their forgiveness, because out of that two person, one of them is actually my own mother." So I said, "God, I don't want to contribute 
to be a hindrance for my child to receive blessing. So I explained to them that, you know, I love them. And if anything that I say out of, sometimes you're giving impatient as a mother or you, you know, and I say something that hurt their feeling. So I asked their forgiveness too. So it was really exciting because, you know, God promises when we repent, he will heal us. Thank you. Let me read this scripture and continue to preach. Exodus chapter 15, 26, the Bible says, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments. What is the commandment? Love your neighbor. And love fulfill all the law. When you love you fulfill all the Old Testament commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Let me change it to the New Testament way. If the members of New Hope International Church and all the believers in the world will heed the voice of the Holy Spirit who warned you that you are not forgiving somebody or loving somebody. You do not love somebody. And do what is right in his sight. Give ear to the new commandment of Jesus Christ that is to love one another. And keep all his statues. Make him happy. I will not let you get sick like the world gets sick. Because I am the Lord who heals you. My dear brother and sister, when you read from the Old Testament in this scripture, you may misunderstand that God put sickness on people. Again, when it says, I will put none of the diseases on you. I heard this all the time that people blame God. Why God make this happen to me? Why God make me sick? Why God make me and my mom sick? That is a big misunderstanding. Because in the Hebrew language, when the Bible says God put none of the disease it's not a commissive sense or it's not a causative sense, but it's a permissive sense. You need to understand this. We are living in the world that's full of curses, sickness, disease, and full of the devil, full of demons. The devil is working on this world. It's working right now. I like what First Peter chapter 5 said that the devil is like a lion, that is rolling and watching. I want to show the picture of a lion to help you understand how lion look for someone to devour. And the lion want to look for you. Anytime you open the door, lion will jump in. Next picture, and they will come as a group to kill you, to destroy you. I just want you to see that in your eyes that there are enemies on this earth that try to fight against you and try to give you sickness, disease, poverty, accident, all kind of stuff. But actually, the one who caused sickness and caused problem is not God. Because in the Hebrew language, when God says, I put none of the disease, it means that I back off and I allow it to happen. It means that we walk out of protection. Isaiah 45 verse 7 say, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. When the Bible say, I create calamity, 
in the Hebrew language sense, it means I allow calamity to happen. It doesn't mean that God creates evil. God is always good. There is no evil in Him at all. Evil comes from the enemy. But when God says, I create evil or calamity, it means I back off. I pull my hand off. And now the lion starts to attack those who disobey him. Amos chapter 3 verse 6 says, If a trumpet is blown in a city, will not the people be afraid? If there is calamity in a city, will not the Lord have done it? Again, it sounds like the Lord loved to do calamity. No, 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 no. The Hebrew language means God permits calamity to happen in the city. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14, another scripture. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. Actually, evil spirit that attacked King Saul did not come from the Lord. It's the Hebrew language way of saying, in fact, evil spirit came from Satan. If evil spirit comes from God, we should welcome them. We should not resist them. We should let them do whatever they want because they come from God. But no, the Bible says resist the devil, resist evil spirit. Evil spirit and sickness does not come from God. But God allowed it to happen. Saul sinned against God. King Saul backslid and began to rebel against God and disobey God. The protection upon his life was lifted. Then the lion, the devil, and evil spirit was able to attack him, send sickness to him, and do wrong things to him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 mentioned clearly that sickness and oppression did not come from God. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 say, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. You see, Jesus came to do good. He came to heal. God wants to heal you. God loves you. He's a good father. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to live a long life. But who attacks you? The devil. And sin attacks against you. These people who rebel against God or disobey the command of God walked out from God's protection. They run away from God's protection. They could not claim God's protection anymore. I'm glad every morning I wake up, I can claim God's protection because I decide to walk in love and forgive people. I decide to build a church, love people, help people. I walk in the love. I can claim God's protection every single day. I want to give this picture to you. Uh, Eight-year-old boy walk into the kitchen and then he put his hand up to put on the stove, on the cooktop. And the, the dad saw that. The dad said, oh, son, son, stop, stop. Don't put your hand in the cooktop because your hand going to be burned. The son pulled the hand out. But when the father turned around, in two seconds, he heard, ah! Because that boy put the hand on the hot cooktop and he burned himself. Let me ask this question. Did the dad want the son to put the hand on? Did the father 
commission him to put the hand on the cooktop. No. The father say, no, no, no. If you obey me, you shall be fine. But that son has a free will to do whatever he wants, and he decided to disobey and rebel against the father, and then he got hurt. The hand gets burned. My dear brother and sister, the same thing. We all have freedom of choice. We all can make choice every day what we're going to do in life. We're going to go to church or not, or we're going to miss it. Are we going to obey God? Are we going to forgive and love people or hate people? We have choices in life. If we make a choice to obey the command of God, we shall be protected. But if we walk out, run away from love, we walk out of love. I recommend you walk back as soon as possible, because you walk out of the protection. And the lion, who was looking already with eyes ready, he's gonna jump on you. He's gonna attack you. Exodus chapter 23, verses 25 to 26. I love all these scriptures, and I believe that these scriptures are for us. So you shall serve the Lord your God, and He will bless your bread. He will bless your steak. Bless your chai yo, bless your pad thai, and your water, and your fur too. Yes, fur. I like fur too. I like fur. I like steak. I like pad thai. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. This is a promise of God. If you Have the humble heart. You repent quickly. You believe quickly. You obey Him. You love people and forgive people, and you serve Him. You get involved in the church. Serve the Lord. He will bless the food on your table. He will bless your body that you will not get sick. He will take sickness away from you. When the sickness want to attack you, it will be gone very quickly. The devil cannot do anything to you, and not only that, he promised that you shall fulfill the numbers of your days. You shall live to the last day, that the full length of your life. You will not die sooner. You will not die young. You're going to live for a long time in good health, without sickness and disease, with strength, with good days in your life. But the key, you make choice. You make a choice to serve God. You make a choice to really forgive and to love people, not to cheat God, not to rebel against God. Every command in the Bible, you do it. You just obey Him and love Him. Deuteronomy chapter seven verse fifteen, and the Lord will take away from you. I like that. I see the picture when I read it. I see God put His hand on me and then take it away, pull it away like a surgeon. You don't have to open somebody's skull or body to perform surgery. He just come in and take away from you all sickness and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt which you have known, but will lay them on all those who hate you, brothers and sisters. If you want God to take care of your health, you want to live a long life. You need to obey the command of the Lord. The Bible say in Romans chapter thirteen, verses eight to ten, 
Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. Everyone say love fulfills the law. What is the law? For commandments, for the Ten Commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. If there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Brothers and sisters, if you walk in love, you love people, you avoid, you don't want to get involved in any harm to people or destroy people's life. I make decision. I'm not gonna harm any other church or any pastor. Any ministry, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm gonna live a life to bless people all the time, even though they may be mean to me, they hate me, or they may gossip about me. I'm not gonna retaliate. I'm gonna love them. I'm not gonna hold grudges, because if I can do that, I fulfill the law of God, and I can live to the full length of time of my life without sickness, without disease. And I can enjoy life. And some people say, "Oh, the commandments, the Ten Commandments, are in the Old Testament. These are for the Jews." In fact, we have a better command, better promises, better covenant than the Old Covenant. Hebrew chapter eight verse six say, "But now He has obtained a more excellent ministry. He means Jesus, inasmuch as He is a mediator of a better covenant." Which was established on better promises. In the time of Moses, Jesus did not die yet. Now Jesus already paid the price. He died. By His stripe, we are healed. We are in the better covenant. We are in the better promise. Everyone say better. If your friend bought a house with four bedrooms and three restrooms and also three car garage. But he used to live in a two-bedroom house, one restroom and one car garage. I believe that your friend gonna say, "I have a better home." Is that right? If he say he has a worse home, he's crazy, because he has a bigger house, nice car garage. We have a better covenant. We have a better promise from God. If the Old Testament people receive this promise that they will not get sick if they obey the Ten Commandments. We in the better promise. If we love people, we obey the command of God. We can expect to live the full length of time on earth. We can expect to live a healthy life without sickness and disease. Amen. Some Christian misinterpret this scripture, talking about in debt. I want to explain a little bit. Some people say we will never buy anything on credit. It doesn't mean that way. I want to kind of give you practical point. Number one, if you don't know how to handle credit, don't have credit. Number two, you pay off your debt. You pay your electric bill. You pay your water bill. Pay your debt off. If you have to buy the house and you have to pay mortgage, you buy the car, you have to pay monthly payment for your car. Don't cheat. Just pay it off. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that you cannot buy the car on credit or you cannot buy a house on credit, but you should not cheat the bank. You should pay them off. Amen. Don't have the attitude that I'm going to cheat somebody. 
That's what it means. But the Bible talk about don't be in debt with anyone in love. You need to love people, pay love to them, give them love, forgive them. Amen. And then you shall be protected by God. Amen. In Romans chapter 13, verse 10, love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. My dear brother and sister, when you love people, you will not sin against them. You will not do any harm against them. You will not do any evil against them. Single, if you love a girl, single man, and you love that girl, don't take advantage of her sexually. Because if you do that, you do harm to her. If you don't get married, that woman going to marry another man later on. You are hurting the woman and hurting the husband who's going to come later on. Don't commit fornication because you are hurting that person of opposite sex. If you are married, don't commit adultery because you are hurting your spouse and you're hurting another person as well. When you walk in love, you will not hurt anybody. You will not cheat anybody. You will not gossip about anybody. You will not make any downfall or any destruction on anybody. You keep your mouth shut. You, even though they hurt you, you still keep your mouth shut. You don't talk bad about them. You want to only bless them. If you can live like that, you're going to have a healthy life. You will be healed quickly by God. Amen? As I say, this is a key to live a healthy life. The Bible talks about the blessing and the cursing. How many people want the blessing? Deuteronomy chapter 28, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God and observe carefully all of His commandments, in conclusion, His commandment of love. We love people. Which I command you today, that the Lord your God who set you high above the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. I want to encourage all of you. Make a decision from today on. I will obey God. I will not have a hardened heart. I will repent easily. Everyone say repent. Easily. I obey Him easily. And promptly. I will walk in faith easily. I will walk in obedience. Amen. If you can do that, you live in the blessing of God. But on the opposite, in verse 15, but it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all His commandments and His statutes, which I command you today, that all the, these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. Cursed shall you be in the country. Verse 22. The Lord will strike you with consumption. Actually, the Lord did not strike you. The Lord's protection is off. Lifted. Then the enemy attacked you. With consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with severe burning fever, with the sword and scorching and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. Verse 27 and verse 28, The Lord will strike you with the boys of Egypt, with tumors, with the scab, and with the itch, from which you cannot be healed. The Lord will strike you with madness, 
mental disease and blindness and confusion of heart. Brothers and sisters, don't blame God. When you sin against God, you open the door for the devil to attack you with sickness and disease. A form of curses is sickness and disease. Your job is to obey Him. Don't blame God. Okay? God is like your father, like that father of the eight years old boy. If the boy wants to put the hand on the hot stove or hot cooktop, he burns himself, he cannot blame the dad. The dad tried to tell you, don't do that. The father in heaven tried to warn you again and again, don't get mad at people, don't hate people. Obey my command, love people, and you shall be protected. Sickness and disease shall not touch you. The book of Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The enemy is very good at deceiving people and lying to people. I notice nowadays that we have such a great technology. One little box, the smartphone. You can do so many things. You can watch YouTube. You can see all the show. You can text, lie, look at the website, Google, anything in one little phone. Maybe 15 years ago, I walked into the, we call the lounge and the operating room. When we walk in, we all eat lunch during the lunch break and the nurse and doctor talk to each other. We talk and we laugh. In the past 10 years, no one look at each other's eyes. They're all like this. I'm serious. In the operating room lounge, we, they all sit like this. And I look around, I like to talk to people, no one talk to me. Everyone, everyone is on the phone. People walk on the street, on the phone. With this technology, the devil can use it to distract you from fellowship and from the Word of God. But at the same time, if you use the technology in a wise way, you use it to listen to the Word of God. Because the Bible says, my people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. You should spend time listening to the Word. And that's why we produce so many teachings to feed the whole world with the truth. Because when they know the truth, the truth shall set them free. And when they know the truth and they put faith in it and obey the truth, they will live a victorious life. Amen? We should not be ignorant of the truth of God. We should not reject the truth of God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14. I'm going to read the truth right now. For the law, for all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. The secret things belong to the Lord, our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of His law. My dear brother and sister, human beings like us can do stupid things. How many people have done stupid things? Me too. I have done stupid things. That's why we need the leading of the Holy Spirit. When we do stupid things, we got hurt. We got sick. We lose money. I remember one time I went to Mexico and I did a stupid thing. I was sitting in a timeshare. 
and the way they talk to me, I got lure in, and I can't believe that I did that. When I walk out of that room, thank God for Phil Fisher and Brendan to save me on that time. I exchange the timeshare in Hawaii to Mexico and pay more money, even though the timeshare in Hawaii is much better. I did the stupid thing. Can we do the stupid thing? Yes. We did stupid thing. So the key is that we need to walk by the spirit and avoid stupid things because that's gonna hurt us. That's gonna make us sick. You eat wrong thing, or you do wrong thing to your body, you're gonna get sick, and you cannot blame God. So many people blame God because they do stupid thing and they blame God. Please repent as soon as possible of your stupidity. Then you can avoid. Sickness and disease, and you can live in divine healing. Amen. Amen. And sometimes wrong thing happen because people around you. We are living in the sinful world. You remember when Moses sent the twelve spies into the promised land to investigate the land. The ten came back and said, "No way, we cannot get in. Wow, we stuck here in the wilderness. The big giants in there. After they talk for a while, they ended up." In the desert for 40 more years, and who stuck with them, Joshua and Caleb. Sometimes the stupidity or the unbelief of our friend affect us as well. That's why we have to be careful what kind of friend we associate with. We should be around the friend who has faith, not the friend who has unbelief, like the ten spies. The stupidity of ourselves and the stupidity of other people can affect our health and our well-being. My dear brother and sister, we need to be careful every day. Why do I read Deuteronomy 29:29? These secret things belong to the Lord our God. What I want to share with you: Don't blame God. This is a fact of life. You don't know everything about everyone. I don't even don't know everything about myself. There are secret things. That you don't know, and I don't know either about you, and you don't know about me. So when you see a Christian get sick, don't blame God. You don't know everything about that person, what he did behind the scene, what he rebelled against God behind the scene, and if that person sick and have problem, don't blame God. You don't know everything about that person. Behind the scene, the secret things belong to the Lord. Okay, you don't have the right to judge anybody. You only pray for people. You only present the truth so that they can repent. But your job yourself, you repent quickly. Don't play game with God. Know this: the devil is on the move to attack you. So you repent quickly, and you believe quickly. You turn around quickly, as fast as you can, to protect yourself. You can encourage people to repent quickly too, but if they don't, and they rebel and they keep running their own life, they don't want to listen to the word of God. They pay the price later on. Don't blame God. Understand? You don't know every secret thing of people. What are they doing behind the scene? I don't even know you tied or not. I never check how much check you write, because 
I cannot force you, whether you tithe or not. It's a secret thing to me. I don't know how much you give each week. I never check at all. All these 30 years, never check. It's between you and God. I never know how much income you have. If you get fifty thousand a year, you pay two hundred dollars a year. It's between you and God. It's a secret thing. I don't know, and you're responsible before God yourself. Amen. But for me, I calculate every single penny. I pay full ten percent because I don't want the devil to attack me. The ten percent belong to God. If I keep it, I steal from God. And I open the door for the devil to attack me. Amen? I'm not asking for money. Don't take me wrong. I'm trying to tell you, repent quickly. Don't use all kinds of reasons, excuses to argue with God. The more you obey Him, the more you are protected. If you serve the Lord your God, He will take away sickness and disease, and He will fulfill the number of your days. How many people want to live a long life? Raise your hand up. I want to live a long life because I don't want Pastor Da to be lonely. I want to be with her for a long time. We always talk in the house. I say, 120 years old. She say, are you sure? 120 years. We don't know who's going to take care of who, but we may not have to take care of each other that much because we are healthy and strong enough. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to live a long life, healthy life. Amen? We don't know every single reason why people get into trouble. We don't know. And we should not condemn them. And we should not blame God either. We have reasons why we get into trouble. Let me read one more time. Mark chapter 11, verses 23 to 25. For as surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Does not doubt in his heart, but believes that this thing he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe. Everyone say believe. believe. Everyone say again, quickly believe. believe. Quick to repent. Believe. Quick to obey. Believe. Amen. Quick to repent, quick to believe, quick to obey. Believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. In order to receive the answer from God, you need to walk in love. Love and faith go together. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you of your trespasses. Love does no harm to your neighbors. Love forgives. Love gives and helps people. In conclusion today, if you want to live a long life, you want to be healthy, you want to be healed, very simple. Make a decision to obey God. His new commandment, love other people. Don't do any harm to anybody. Only build people up. Repent quickly. If the Holy Spirit convicts you of something in your life that you're doing wrong, like what the testimony of the two persons a while ago, the two sisters, God's Spirit spoke to Pastor Pechi. You want to be healed? She said yes. 
then forgive. She forgave at that spot. She got healed right away. God wants to prove to us His word is real. Because the son of Sister Cindy cannot pray for himself. He's too young. The mom has to take responsibility. The mom got convicted by the Holy Spirit to forgive a few people. After she forgave, the son got healed right away. God answered her prayer. Whatever she asked, what, it, what, what she asked, she asked for the healing of her son, that no diarrhea for 10 days, for 7 days. Whatever she asked will be given to her. She forgave, she repented, and she loved. Then the answer came right away. Is it easy? It's easy. Very simple. Everyone say love. Forgiveness. Everyone say God will take away my sickness away from me. I shall live the full length of time in this planet Earth. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this teaching and warning and correction in this sermon, Lord. Lord, your people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. And now we have the knowledge. We learn today the principle of faith, the principle of love, and your promises in the Bible that you shall take away sickness and disease from us, the curses from us, Lord, because we obey your commandment, Lord. Help your people who are listening to this teaching right now to have a soft, gentle heart, not to be stiff-necked, not to have a hardened heart towards you. They will obey you easily. They will repent easily. They will, Lord, step back to the way of love quickly. Father, may your will be done. May your promises be fulfilled in our life, Father. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, if you don't know Jesus yet, I would like to encourage you to give your life to God. In fact, if you think carefully, you look around you, there's no question at all that is the God, the Creator. Think about it. How this microphone come into existence? Somebody make it. Do you think this microphone is more complex than me? No. I am more complex than this microphone. Much more complex. If somebody make this microphone, somebody make you and me. That is God. But I learned one thing God told me. The reason people don't want to accept Jesus and want to follow God because they want to be their own boss. They don't want God to tell them what to do. Because when you accept God, it means you need to repent and you need to change your life and obey Him. But I want to encourage you, it's better to obey God. Because God would want to give you life, want to give you super abundant life and eternal life. If you follow Him, you're going to have super abundant life and eternal life. If you do your own thing, believe me, you're going to do some stupid thing one day and you get into trouble. We need God. All of us, including me, need God. 
to tell me what to do. Amen. Give your life to Jesus. Don't reject Him anymore. Don't think anymore that you come from monkey. It's a lie of the scientists who reject God. We don't come from monkey. Have you ever asked yourself, "Where do I come from?" Definitely, you don't come from the ape. How many people believe that your wife come from an ape? No, she did not come from an ape. She looked much better than an ape. You come from God. Turn to God, please, please. Come back home. Give your life to God. Walk with God. The best way is to walk with God. Amen. If you want to do that, why don't you speak to God right now with me? I'm going to lead you to prayer. Speak it out loud from your mouth. Father in heaven, you are my creator. I did not come from an ape. I was created by you, Lord. You love me so much. You want to give me life and give it more abundantly. Lord, I give my life to you. Receive me. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus Christ, your Son, to die for me, to pay the price of sin for me. Oh Lord, I receive your forgiveness. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Become my God. Become my Savior. I turn away from my sin, and from today, show me Your way. I will obey You, and I believe, Father, my obedience shall bring the blessing to me, not just only to me, but to the next thousand generations. We thank you, Father. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to give some time for all of you to repent of unforgiveness. If God speak to you today about somebody in your life that you haven't forgiven yet. Maybe this is a good time to forgive, to let go. Like what the sisters say, you may not hate them, you may not have bad feeling, but you still feel negative when you think about that person. Even little bitterness, little negative thinking can hold you back. Let them go, please. Forgive them. It's not healthy. To hold grudges against people. If you are those people, I want to ask you to come to the altar here, and we're gonna pray together. Come to the front and say, "God, today I surrender to you. I ask you to help me to forgive these people." Hallelujah. Forgive. Forgive those who hurt you. 
Come close to the altar, uh, to the stage. Give more room for people. Against in the past, we all have somebody in our life that we feel annoyed, feel like I want to go away from you. Forgive them right now, Father in heaven. I pray, Lord, that Your Holy Spirit will pour. The love of God into our heart this morning, Lord. You say that when we come to the altar and ask you for anything, the first thing we have to do is to forgive and let go of the grudges against people. Then you shall answer our prayer this morning. All of us who standing here right now. Come to the altar, Lord. Forgive us that we have hold grudges against somebody in our life. Now I give you a few minutes. Let God show you the names and the face of people that you are not happy with, and you forgive them. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to God. Forgive them. Let them go. Maybe one person. Maybe two persons. Maybe five people. Maybe your wife. Maybe your ex-girlfriend. Boyfriend, maybe your parents, your dad, your mom, your colleagues, your customers, your neighbors who annoyed you. That dog ran into your house and poop in your house, and you are mad at them. 
something happened. Maybe your pastors. Thank you, Lord. You talk to God. This is not my business. It should be between you and God. Talk to God. Pray to God. This message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.